You're listening to On the Record Online with Eric Schwartzman, where reporters and journalists go on the record about how they use the Internet to cover the news. For the latest trends, tips, and tactics on how the web shapes popular opinion, subscribe to our RSS news feed or visit us online at www.ipressroom.com. We are at the 2009 PRSA International Conference in San Diego. My guest now is PRSA Chairman and CEO, Michael Cherenson. He is also EVP of Success Communications Group in New Jersey. Thank you for joining me. Well, Eric, thank you for having me. I know these are a very busy few days for you. Uh, You're involved in all sorts of introductions and pomp and circumstance and events. So thanks for taking the time to talk to me. No, it's my pleasure. And it's been a great opportunity just to connect with all of our members and other people in the profession. It's been a tremendous few days, and I think the rest of the conference will be outstanding. So, This morning when I woke up, I put a tweet out that I was going to be interviewing you, and I asked for questions from my social network. And so the first question I'd like to relay to you comes from Steve Lubetkin, who I know you know and have done mm-hmm. some work with, also known as Podcast Steve. And the question is... Uh, what is PRSA going to do to persuade members to seek accredited public relations accreditation? Well, I, you know, accreditation is an important program for PRSA. First of all, I love Steve. So he's a good friend and uh, he's done a lot for PRSA over the years. He's been a great leader. And, uh, but accreditation is an important program for PRSA. And uh, just in the last few months, we've launched a new program to really help grow accreditation. Um, and let me just back up. Accreditation is a, is a program, um, uh, APR, and it is uh, it's a it's a it's a credential officially owned by PRSA, but it's a, the credential is is basically uh, monitored and by the Universal Accreditation Board. And so it's a it's an organization that includes not only PRSA but other public relations organizations that all share the APR designation. And so and and traditionally it's been a program that is um, if you sold if you will by chapters, uh, PRSA chapters and local organizations, and they held uh, training sessions and there's a readiness review and an online course, and it's a pretty rigorous process, but it's a wonderful process. And so PRSA has launched a new program to help uh, broaden that, and we've launched what we're calling our uh, APR boot camps. They're shortened um, programs where you can go for three, four days, go for before your readiness review, uh, have a few days of study, and then take the test. And in, a, in four days, if you succeed, you come out with your APR. So that, that's a great program. We had a boot camp in New York. Um, we had uh, 13 participants. We just had another successful boot camp here in uh, San Diego. We have, uh, I think, six more planned for next year. And so that's, that's an exciting program. And another thing we're doing is we're actually working with the Department of Defense to work our first specialty uh, cert, uh, accreditation. It'll be APR plus M. And basically, it's our APR program, plus we've added a military component where uh, people will be members of the military, public affairs officers, will be tested on their military communication know-how and experience. So, um, and, and what makes this program so unique is that uh, this accreditation will be part of their promotion schedule. So if they want to promote, be promoted up the ladder, up the chain of command, they'll actually need uh, things like APR. It'll be, it'll be kind of seen almost as similar to an MBA or a PhD in, in that similar light. So it's a, it's a huge program. It's a great partnership. And so, I mean, those are some of the innovative programs we're doing is really working on how, we, how do we get the word out about APR. Another thing we're doing is um, the Society for Human Resource Management. We've created a partnership with them 
where somebody from the Society for Human Resource Management will actually be sitting on the Universal Accreditation Board and counseling them on how to educate human resource professionals. And we'll also be working with local SHRM, Society for Human Resource Management chapters, to help them uh, educate their members about the APR accreditation. You know, now and again, I've been invited by um, different professors at universities to come in and give a talk about social media or new media, that type of thing, the way online communications is changing the game. And, you know, it's not uncommon to go in there and I sit in the back of the room and I hear them give a discussion about a press kit and, you know, how to stack your press kit folder and this type of thing. And I'm actually thinking to myself, my gosh, how are we going to keep up to date? And I wonder what challenges that presents when you're trying to convince members to go after the APR. I mean, are members speculating that, well, maybe I don't need APR because the things that they're going to teach me are maybe old hat and maybe what I should be focusing on is the future? Is that an issue? Is, and how do you overcome it? Well, no, and I, I, first of all, the readiness review process is you're basically, uh, your, your first process is to prevent, uh, to present some work that you have done to show a case study. And that can include a variety of new media and just show, I mean, really how you're embracing a lot of the, the newer media um, uh, tools and techniques and strategies and so forth. So that part of it concer- is certainly flexible. It embraces all the new things that are going on. And much of the test focuses on things of, of, of uh, public relations ethics, research, um, laws relating to public relations. I think 30% of the test is actually on research. And so, I mean, public relations has always been and will forever be the antenna, conscience, and voice of an organization. And certainly the, the you know, social media may have strengthened our antenna where we can hear more and listen more. And we've it's certainly amplified our voice where we can reach more people. But that corporate conscience has remained the same. And in many ways, some of the, the things that are, are, are true, were true for uh, public relations yesterday are still true today and hopefully tomorrow. But, uh, you know, looking forward, we definitely have to look on how do we continue to evolve the test and continue to evolve the program to keep pace. Um, So I think, you know, just keep an eye out and watch out for more as we continue to evolve the program. I got another question uh, via Twitter uh, from Fran Stevenson. She's a Twitter uh, follower, somebody that I'm following on Twitter, and I think who's following me. And her question is, um, how will the board regroup after yesterday's disappointing assembly results? Well, you know, I think the, you know, I chaired the assembly, which took place yesterday, Saturday, November, I guess, uh, what day is, what was it yesterday? I don't even know what day it was, but. Yes, it was Saturday. Saturday. So we, we had a, a six hour session and basically we passed a new set of bylaws and that was really the, the board's goal. But even more important than passing a set of bylaws was I think having a robust discussion amongst our delegates and our, cha- our uh, society leaders about what the future is going to look like for PRSA. And we were successful. It was a tremendous dialogue, a great exchange. I think everyone felt a part of the process. Um, and certainly um, there was amendments proposed and amendments passed and amendments that didn't pass. But at the end of the day, we end up with a new document that does many of the things that we've wanted to do. But I think more important than the document itself was the dialogue, was the discussion. And, you know, public relations has always been about building relationships. Yesterday, we all came together. We worked collaboratively. And I think, for me, that was a huge success. And I know some people wanted certain words in, the, in that document, in the bylaws document. What I think was more important were the actions we took and just the dialogue we had. And I think that will, uh, I think, just move this organization forward. You know, we still hear people in the mainstream media use the phrase, oh, that was just PR to say that it wasn't true or it was somehow a detour from fact. And 
Some people say PR is an industry in need of PR. And I wanted to ask a question uh, from a blog post uh, that was written um, and posted uh, yesterday, actually uh, the, the 8th, on uh, Kicking Sand, musings about L.A. startup life, PR marketing, and entrepreneurship. This is Nicole Jordan's blog. She's uh, on Twitter at, at Nicole Jordan. And the question I want to read for you is, um, what do PR professionals think needs to be done to fundamentally change the way PR is perceived and practiced? Well, I think there's a lot of things. I mean, certainly... Uh I just mentioned how our actions are more important than our words, and I think public relations professionals have to um, continue to uh, represent themselves and act in the most ethical fashion. and And I think you know we're, we're judged by the work we do and, and the way we counsel our clients and the, and the types of uh, not the, not only the outputs but the outcomes of the work that we do. So I think obviously that we, and we're all in it together. I think we're only as strong. We're often uh, as a as a profession often judged by our lowest common de- denominator. So I think we have to recognize in many ways we're all in it together. But there's also things that we can do as an organization. We can t- continue to provide professional development to make sure that our members are informed and w- and retooled and they can adapt to the changing environment. So when the CEO invites them into the office, they can answer those questions. And there's other things that we you know we we just launched a new initiative called the Business Case for Public Relations. And it truly is about providing uh, members of the profession, not just PRSA members, but in all the people who practice public relations, with the tools they need to educate and communicate others about the value of public relations. It's really just as she indicated, that's what we're trying to do. And so it's a variety of articles and case studies and some measurement tools. I mean, measurement's an important thing. I mean, one thing I've heard is, how do you measure some of the work that you do? And so we've put together some measurement standards. And, you know, they're flexible. So the largest corporation in the world to a small community hospital hospital to a nonprofit. And they're just basic frameworks we can all use in measuring the work that we do. And I think that'll help us improve the value, uh, uh, perceived value of the work we do. Um, message points, uh, uh, case studies, just so we can all benchmark ourselves against the best in class. And um, again, the articles. Uh, so there's so many different resources, and we're going to continue to um, empower and tool our members and all professionals to go out there and fight the fight, to communicate about our value in the marketplace. And uh, But, you know, we need both words and actions. Um, final question. Uh is, is the definition of PR moving forward too narrow? Do we need to re-examine uh, you know, what public relations is if what we're going to be doing in some cases is even extracting business intelligence, giving it to customer service and marketing, um, you know, beyond just external communications, but actually letting the conversation drive those communications? Well, uh, you know, I think, and this is part of our that, that robust discussion I talked about at our assembly, and I think this was a great discussion about one of the, you know, one of the things we had proposed was kind of adding the word and communications in, uh, in, in, in one of our documents. And there was a 30-minute discussion about what public relations is. And so, uh, and um, 
for me, public relations has always been about building relationships with your publics. And it's about building bridges, connecting people and ideas. And I think, you know, the, the, all the new and social media have just given us more tools to do that, more ways to build bridges, more ways to connect people and have what, we, what have, we've always strived for, two-way communication, a real exchange of ideas. And, and in many ways, I think things have gone full, full circle where we can truly have public relations. We can truly have engagement and conversations, and we can truly have um, all the things we've strived and we've wanted. And I think it's made it easier for, uh, as I said, for uh, research to listen. Um, it's made it easier to talk. It's made it easier to energize. It's made it easier to do so many things that we've wanted to do as public relations professionals. And I think one thing, too, that why, and as we talk about and we're using some of the new media, public relations has always, it's never been about one media form versus the other. We've always been somewhat media agnostic. And I think the, the social media is a great place for us. And also we've been about internal and external communications. And that's what a lot of this changing media is all about because the, the lines between the two are starting to blur. We've, we've never had control of our message. Um, so I think we've really, so this is perfectly suited for us. I mean, all these, the worlds, I think the pieces are coming together where I think public relations is now in a prime spot. Mike Cherenson, Chairman and CEO of PRSA and EVP at Success Communications Group in New Jersey. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Eric. You've been listening to On the Record Online with Eric Schwartzman, where reporters and journalists go on the record about how they use the web to cover the news. For the latest trends, tips, and tactics on how the web impacts corporate reputations, subscribe to our RSS news feed or visit us online at www.ipressroom.com. 